With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT, with Joseph Arthur and his Technicolor Dreamcast. Well, Elon Musk just put out a video about the dangers of climate change. Oh, no, Elon Thunberg has shown has arrived. <laughs> um, yeah, and that got David Icke all, um, you know, up in arms on the X platform, calling out Joe Rogan and all the people that champion Elon Musk and saying, come on, guys, this guy's revealing himself. And I'm wondering what my next guest has to say about that. Both of them, Jason Hodge, a.k.a. Odd Man Out, is host of the Oddcast, where he covers hidden history, deep political policy, occult, deconstruction, economics, fringe, Christianity, and philosophy. He is a former rock musician turned history enthusiast, and he is here with us now, as is the show's producer, the very famous and amazing Adam Ruckus Clark. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. What about you, Ruckus? Hey, I'm here. That's 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 a start, right? <laughs> I'm doing good. Thanks for inviting me back on the show, bro. It's been a while, well, actually, huh? I wasn't on last yeah. week. No, wait, was I? I don't, know. I don't think so. I don't yeah. think you were on last week. I can't. I was. I'm kidding. We remember you. Spore. <laughs> oh yeah, duh. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the show. Did you catch wind of that? Did you see that? He just dropped that video just a few hours ago, I think like six hours ago. So you guys probably haven't seen it, but, um, and I didn't watch the whole thing, but it was a well-produced video talking about the damp, da the dangers of, uh, carbon and, um, climate change and all that. It's kind of odd because that seems like such a heavy psyop and part of the, uh, huge control mechanism that we're all living under the weight of um seems like a, a conspiracy theory you would say to this, me this who was saying this thing. elon was, musk it was elon, it was elon, elon musk, musk. It. yeah okay he, all well, right he put Sorry. out a video it's a well-produced video about him going on about the dangers of climate change so um i don't know what do you think what's your take on that odd man out well, I haven't watched the video, but I did see your tweet earlier, and uh, you know that was the first of it that I had seen, and it, it's kind of typical for Elon because I feel like that's kind of what he does. You know, he um, he kind of plays both sides. You know, he makes you feel like he makes the conservative side feel like you know he's on their side, but then you'll see these tweets from time to time that are really they go against the conservative principles and platforms. And, uh, you know, but then he says something else against the Democrats. So the conservatives are, you know, kind of convinced that he's on their side. So he's a, um, an interesting character. You know, I, I can't say I know for sure where he stands, but uh, I just know that I agree with him on some things, but I definitely don't trust him. And something like that, I mean, that reminds me of um, Maurice Strong and uh, Al Gore and, the, the you know, the carbon credits, the scam that that is. And so... That's definitely not a good thing. Yeah, it was an eight minute long video. So I confess I didn't get all the way to the end. I only started watching it right before the show. So, but I did write a tweet. I think I called him Elon Thunberg <laughs> and said, what's next? Doesn't, You're going to start gluing Elon... yourself to some Picassos. That was pretty funny, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. 
Go ahead, well, Rucker. Come on, doesn't doesn't Elon Musk uh, have some sort of investment or interest in? Um, I forget what it is. It's like some alternative vehicle. It's powered a different way than the usual gas combustion engine. Somebody help me. Oh, that's right. Yes, dude owns Tesla, bro. And and the 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 whole onus of owning a Tesla is predicated upon this whole global warming scam. So. Duh. Not uh, really. I, um, no. Yes. No. Yes. I'm pushing Dude, back listen, 100% I want against a this. 100%. Why? Okay, let's let's Why? fight. Let's duke it out. Because I, I want a Tesla, dude. That's like kind of my secret dream car. I know. Maybe that makes me woke or not, not cool in these parts. But, hey, I'm just being honest. When I think you about it, I would love to You want a vehicle that doesn't doesn't have the power. It doesn't go as far. You have to charge hey, it. Man. It won't start on a cold morning. It's well, more point, dangerous. If it catches on fire, you're screwed, and so is everyone else around listen, you. I don't get it, Joseph. Okay. My point is this. <laughs> it's it's sleek. It's cool. It goes like zero to 60 in one second, and, you know, it's a status symbol, too. I'll, I'll say the lowly part of my consciousness out loud. It, it's like status. So it's like, I don't think, te- my point is, I don't think Teslas are dependent on you believing in the climate change hoax. And so this is odd coming from him, I think, because, you know, it's just such a clear agenda, the climate change hoax. It's right on par with mRNA and all the rest of it. You know, carbon is not bad for the planet. The, The nature thrives on it. In his video, he says, yeah, that part's good. But the problem is, you know, we're, uh, putting all this bad carbon into the air and and I'm not a fan of pollution they should try to limit that and and deal with that the way they can but I think he later on in the video talks about some kind of carbon tax because I saw in the ratioed comments underneath a couple of the posts from it that people were like talking about more taxation never does anything good for anybody and all that kind of thing so it just seems like a bold step into um you know uh the opposite side of freedom that uh he pretends to be on and i and i think he's on sometimes but then he does stuff like this where it's like uh uh-oh and then you start thinking about the brain chip that they they're rolling out which kind of goes into this whole vision pro that they're rolling out as well and you're seeing all these things online about people with their vision pro in new york city on the subway and everything and it's like to my way of thinking, this is the wrong direction to go in. I'm sure that, and and I've seen reviews. I watched Casey Neistat's video about it, which is fun. I mean, his, his videos are always great. But, you know, people are going like, this is the greatest piece of technology ever. And I feel like we need to escape technology more and more, you know, rather than going deeper down that rabbit hole. People need to be distracted less and focus on their internal space more. And I also wonder, you know, we're supposed to be afraid of the Bluetooth uh, earbuds at this point and and their effect on our brain and potential for cancer. I'm certainly not using mine uh, barely ever anymore because of that fear i'm just like why am i messing with this stuff like who who knows what what damage this is doing and if you're wearing a computer on your face i mean how's that going to be good obviously it's 
connected to the internet so you got the internet buzzing on your face it's like <laughs> i don't this doesn't seem like an improvement i'm sure in a tech way it's a massive improvement i'm sure inside it's like amazing but i want tech to be less amazing i want to go back i i'm sort of becoming one of these hipsters that wants a flip phone again what do you think odd man out i couldn't agree more man i mean it's uh tech is addictive you know we've given up our privacy because it's handy and it's fun we've given up all kinds of things and we don't really i don't think we can even see yet all the negatives of technology you know because it's still rather new you know with smartphones and whatnot so yeah i think we need to get back to uh basics when we can and uh, definitely i mean what about getting hacked you know if if these big mega banks get hacked if the the federal government can be hacked i mean cannot uh, this uh, this Neuralink technology be hacked and <laughs> what then you know i don't know man it's uh it's all coming closer and closer to our brain ruckus i mean the price tag on this thing is 3500 bucks too i was like hmm when i first see it of course my first instinct is i want that i want the new thing what's the new thing maybe i'll you know f around and get the new thing and then i look at the price tag and i'm like i'm not getting that it's 3500 bucks but then when i even think a little bit more about it it's like i don't want that anyway you're telling me they're charging how much 3500 3, yeah for the brain ship no i'm just no, kidding for the for big the goggles the i know big Apple oh Vision Pro. oh see see what i did there yeah okay <laughs> yeah you want the tesla you want the goggles because it's the next i big want thing. the you tesla want the, not the goggles you, Maybe. you want the chip mm. dude how many people are going to be driving their tesla with the goggles on right oh god i hope not well <laughs> oh, okay it's gonna happen. Then the tesla the tesla would be driving themselves would be driving itself and yeah. you can be on the metaverse goggles um yeah but you could I don't see know. I'm not through a... the you could see through the vision pro though so you actually are oh. so what what it is in casey nysat's video you you can see what it is and you're looking you're in the world still but in the world is all uh, is you know you got your uh you can have your youtube Augmented video reality. here yeah you can have uh a project you're working on over here you, you have your little keyboard and so you see people out on subways and they're doing this and so now we're going to be okay. seeing people walking around doing this you know years you know? ago we saw people I'm doing that on the subway the radio people yeah right yeah last yeah years ago when we saw people on the subway doing that we thought they were mentally ill uh and we were probably right um i saw some pictures actually somebody shared of some pictures and i was like what the heck am i looking at how can these people be eating but now it makes sense they were wearing these things but they were sitting at a table eating food and i'm like thinking how can they even see what they're doing so thanks for explaining that um yeah it appears that that's doing some sort of layered on kind of like on-screen display, a HUD, a heads-up display kind of thing like you see in the video games and the movies, Iron Man style. Mm -hmm. Also, right. probably a lot of augmented reality stuff going on where, like, you know, when you're playing Pokemon Go, you see the Pokemon run across the street, so you chase after it and you get hit by a semi and it's all good. Uh, Klaus goes, yes, excellent. Uh, just kidding. Um, yeah, no, I'm not down for all any of this stuff. Um, it looks like it's going to be accepted by the next up-and-coming generations. I, I think the older folks want nothing to do with it. They're not going to adopt to that kind of stuff. I've tried what little exposure to VR that I can handle is, whatever they have for, like, the, the phones. Like, I don't know, it was probably three or four years ago, so it wasn't anything too fancy, but it was 
pretty freaky deaky, man. I mean, I really felt like there were things, there were things behind me in my peripheral vision. And I'm like, how is that possible? Because it's a headset, right? You know, it's really scary stuff. So I didn't like the way it made me feel. I don't like where it's headed. And they just would really love to see everybody straight up in some sort of matrix thing. And uh, yeah, uh, it's not good. And I'm, and I'm right about Elon Musk. I don't, I don't care what you say. Start asking around, bro. Uh, you know, like he's he's totally sold and bought into that whole idea because he makes money off of it. Okay, end of story. <laughs> well, David Ike agrees with you. I'm not sure he's motivated by money. I don't. I don't really know. It doesn't seem like he's. I don't know. It's hard to the imagine. The richest person that. is not motivated by money. Listen to yourself, okay. Joseph. <laughs> I know, but my point being is that. It, it's hard to fathom you would be motivated by money once you have that much money is my point like you know it, when you have that much money it seems like the motivation should shift to something else and his actions lately with taking over x and really being a champion of free speech and fighting on the front line of that war valiant valiantly however you say that word uh you know made me have real high hopes for him but when he comes out with a, a video that could just as easily have been from greta thunberg it, it it is a head scratcher and i don't think tesla is dependent on him making a video like that that's my point how many times have you come to this point with these these people like donald trump and others i'm just saying joseph come on man <laughs> I mean, help me out. Am, am I right, though? Well, I mean, this this is just Occam's razor. This is, is pure detective work. Go ahead. It's easy. Well, you know, uh, I think we talked about in the past, Ruckus, you and I and our friends that, um, you know, Technocracy Inc. was this you know, organization that Elon's grandfather was a part of. And they were, you know, wanting to take over governments you know, through technocracy, have this, you know, like technological uh, scientific government. You know, these guys would be over the world eventually, I guess. And so that is something to kind of consider. I mean, that doesn't mean that Elon necessarily believes exactly like his grandfather. I mean, how many of us actually do believe like our ancestors exactly? But, you know, that's something to think about because um, we do live in a time where technology is so much more advanced than it was then that uh, it seems like that's kind of the way things are going just naturally, you know, the way technology is going and uh yeah something we ought to keep in mind i suppose yeah it's a weird one man it, it is it is very odd because you know a lot of these people the the you know to just to fight on ruckus's side against myself you know you have people like alex jones who's now beholden to elon musk because mm -hmm. Elon Musk gave him his platform back, basically. Well, he, I mean, Alex had his own platform, but but he, I saw him bend the knee to Elon Musk. I was in a space and he was like calling him sir and all that. And it was respectful and that's fine. But it makes you wonder now that Elon Musk is putting out this kind of content, will Alex Jones call him out? And I guess what's really hard to get your head around is I just don't see how people who can see um, you know, the agenda behind mRNA and they don't see the agenda behind climate change as being from the exact same ilk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you, you look at back, you look back at some of these guys like, um, you know, Trump, of course, Operation Warp Speed 
And, uh, you know, I've tried to talk to people about that or big, still big fans of his. And they, you know, they just kind of are able to push that out of the way. Uh, you know, you talk about he, he funded Planned Parenthood, you know. They don't want to talk about that. No, you're a liberal. I'm like, no, I'm defending conservative values here. But, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy because, uh, you know, people like Elon and Trump and I feel like um, conservative the whole the whole conservative camp I, I feel like has been co-opted at, at some point and uh, mm. they tell us things that we want to hear they they give us these awesome patriotic platitudes and they they wave the flag yeah. and they make us feel good and give us hope but if you really start to follow the money and follow the organizations you realize that wait a minute these guys are not for the people and they really don't believe in freedom they're just using these you know careful wording you know i guess you would say um like, uh, I mean, you can go back to Cambridge Analytica, you know, a lot of people push that to the side, but that was a very real thing. They figured out exactly how to speak to people using propaganda in, in, in psychological warfare, tell them exactly what they want to hear to get them to vote or do whatever. So they know exactly how to kind of control us through words, unfortunately. That's interesting. All right, well, we'll talk about all that and more right after these words on TNT. TNT's Steve Malzberg. If a president could be prosecuted for things he did, which he believed and was advised by his lawyers, what, what was was the duty of the president to do, and then after the fact, after he's president, he could be prosecuted. The example has come up today many times. Well, when Joe Biden leaves office, he could be prosecuted for not securing the border. Barack Obama um, okayed drone strikes against American citizens overseas. He could be prosecuted for murder. I mean, this opens up a whole can of worms. Um, Pandora's box, I think, is the term that uh, that Trump used. Steve Malzberg on today's News Talk TNT. The challenges our planet's animals are facing sometimes feel a bit heavy. Uh, animals haven't eaten in a day, two days, they haven't drank anything, they're cold, they're dehydrated. As soon as we started our descent, everywhere I could see was mud. Just absolutely mud. You know, the country has been in long for drought so long. It was like a tinderbox waiting to go up. Okay, very heavy. Each of us wants to be part of the solution. And we can be. Remember that there's good happening right now. At home. All right, we were able to get into the unit, and we have all four of your cats. So, uh... Okay. And around the world. For any animal in any disaster. So let's focus on that, right? Be part of the solution. One rescue at a time. Search ifa.org forward slash disaster ready. We don't rock. rock. We talk. talk. Today's news talk. TNT Radio. And we're back. This is Joseph Arthur's Technicolor Dreamcast, sans Joseph Arthur temporarily. So, Odd Man, before the, the break, uh, you were, um, if you want to pick up from there real quick. Yeah, just talking about how I feel like, uh, you know, I, I said all of the conservative camp. I shouldn't have said all, but I, I, a fair amount, I think, has been co-opted and uh, are not working for the people like they say they are, you know, as you start to look at the groups like Turning Point USA and even Newsmax and different things like that, you know, I discovered that Chris Ruddy, the founder of Newsmax, best friends with Bill Clinton, right? Uh, you know, he um, won an award from the Zionist Organization of America 
And, and, you know, it's kind of like hard to, um, we're supposed to think that we're getting straightforward news from the Newsmax. It's like the Fox alternative, but you start looking at it. He was on the board, a board, uh, with Zbigniew Brzezinski and Henry Kissinger. I forget the name of it now. I think Brent Snowcroft as well. So this Chris Ruddy, uh, you know, has got this legacy of being with globalists and people who have other people's best interests in mind, not America. So, you know, you start to dig into these conservative figures and these organizations and you, you start realizing, wait a minute, you know, they may not be for the people because they seem to have other alliances. Um, and I know uh, I'd kind of done a dive on various uh, various conservative organizations, and I started realizing that, wow, you know, most of them are funded, the big ones, by the same groups like the Mercers and and uh, different people like that. So I think it always pays to kind of follow the money and, uh, you know, see where these organizations, uh, you know, who, who's funding them and, and what other organizations and people they may be connected to um, and, uh your companies they may be connected to and those sort of things. Yeah, follow follow the money, as they say, right? Um, yeah, so that's why I was like, Joseph was talking a little while ago about um, he's he's in defense of Elon Musk. He's talking about how oh, well, he's he's the proponent of Mister Free Speech because of what he did with Twitter. I mean, well. What what a lovely, easy but expensive, I might add, uh, forty four billion dollar way to earn somebody's trust, right? Like how, like oh no, that guy he gets it. Like Joseph brought up the the example of like how can somebody who believes that the mRNA jabs are a scam, how can that person believe carbon? You know, like well because they they want to earn your trust and uh, they're they're still a snake oil salesman. They just want to sell you a different brand of snake oil. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, there's there is this phenomenon of the the fake false conservative, as it were. These like um, I don't know, almost antichrist type figures, the Trumps, the the Russell Brands, even. I mean, sometimes I don't even know about that dude. I'm like, where where were these people back in the day? You know. So I don't know. I think. Uh, we, we might be having Joseph back. Joseph, are you there? I'm back. I don't know what oh. happened. I don't know if that was... Aliens. <laughs> they were, uh, yeah, we're talking about the wrong stuff. Obviously, what we're talking about is so heavy that they kicked me off the internet for a second. But I'm back on, so hello. What were you guys just talking about? We were We were talking crap about you and how much you love Elon Musk. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, but I, I was making a good point, though, the fact that like you see how your defense of Elon Musk was to say that he came out and he bought Twitter and he's all about free speech. Right. That's a nice, easy right. way to earn your earn your trust when you and I have talked to Karen Hunt enough times to understand what Elon Musk really wants to do with Twitter. It has nothing to do with free speech, you know, but it, what a nice way for him to earn your trust so that then he can push the climate agenda, sell his Tesla cars, and then he'll probably be pushing really hard on his X platform the dangers of artificial intelligence and misinformation. I guarantee he's going to hop on board that so that he can sell his Neuralinks. That's just my thought, but that's kind of where we were going with it, I think. Plus false conservatives in general. Yeah. Well, what Odd Man Out was saying, too, about the conservative party kind of losing its mojo in a way, because it has really descended into a cult of personality. It's oh, something Anomaly talks a lot about and the fact that no one will call Trump out um, in, in uh, his sort of 
responsibility with the mrna jab being the daddy of the vaccine and not just sort of um getting real about what's happened there because i mean the early deaths are just still occurring at a rate that is so crazy to even think about every day you hear about another 30 year old or 40 year old or 50 year old dropping dead and this used to be a pretty rare occurrence and the fact that there isn't major investigations being done about why this is happening is telling in and of itself it's like everyone knows why it's happening but nobody wants to say it and in a weird way the mainstream media is saying it by just pretending like it's not happening did you guys see the headline i can't remember uh, which source it came from last week but it said that something like too much laughter may cause heart attacks right you know we've seen almost every excuse in the world but now certain things that never caused heart attacks before now cause heart attacks i mean come on people it's it's you know it's all out there you know we it's kind of like an open conspiracy almost everything now is an open conspiracy because all the information for the most part is out there or enough information for people to kind of realize that things are a scam but you know we're inundated with so much information i think that people have a hard time discerning what's what and um, yeah it's kind of wild to you know once you can kind of settle your mind once you're able to actually do some research and clear your head and in, in, in what you find is is pretty amazing these days yeah it's true it's so absurd that uh it sort of tells the story for you you know and it's weird how humanity did like sort of decides to just be asleep about certain things there was this interview speaking of elon musk with elon musk and ben shapiro about israel and what's going on there and it was just so one-sided and without nuance and they were using buzzwords like anti-semitism to anyone who was sort of calling for ceasefire and it was just like I, I it's hard to understand how people who are supposedly intelligent with the intelligence that is supposed to be off the hook like elon musk and, and ben shapiro they're both known as being smart people especially elon musk and they have just these one-dimensional conversations and we all have to pretend like this is okay like there mm. could be no reason why somebody is calling for ceasefire other than the fact that they're anti-semitic and it just never gets pointed out you know there's like even in our even in our so-called truth movement people skirt around issues and now they're doing it the maga movement is doing it too around trump like tim pool's outburst two weeks ago about how anybody who still brings up what what his involvement was with the jab how dare they and then anomaly comes in and says this is absurd which i totally agree with um did you catch wind of that odd man out oh yeah yeah sure did and uh you know i i agree mostly with what anomaly says and does i think he's great um yeah i, I like basically you know i have to stop paying attention to him because i agree with him so much but um, yeah, it's it's just ridiculous. People, like you said, they're, they're they're infatuated with this cult of personality. They don't want to, you know, they won't hear any negative information about somebody they like, you know. And um, it's so dangerous because you always tell people, look, you know, 
if you look back at people like Carol Quigley and, and these authors who wrote that both sides were controlled many decades ago by the same people, if these powerful entities are as powerful as people like Quigley said, then they can put forth somebody on the left and the right, and they can tell you what you want to hear, and they can pit the people against each other, and they can really your side can do more damage to you than the other side because you're always watching, like we're always watching the Democrats and seeing what they're doing, but we're not paying attention to what our own camp is doing a lot of times. And, and that's when we really get hurt the most because, you know, things can happen inside your camp that can't happen on the other side. And um, yeah, I think that's where we're at, man. People don't want to hold their own accountable. They hate the other side so bad that they'll put up with anything their guys do. But it's also turned into high school. It's like a click and you want to oh, be yeah. in the cool kids camp and you want to be popular. And so Anomaly is so great because he stands outside of all that. He's a real maverick in this. And, th and there's a few others, but a lot of them all now have an agreed upon narrative um, that's turning as toxic as the left's in a way. I mean, maybe not as toxic, but it's toxic as well. And it's the old chestnut about absolute power corrupting absolutely. I mean, I was at that America Fest in Phoenix and it just, I don't know, man, it was such a cult of personality that I was like, um, kind of repelled by it, you know, because what, what attracted me to sort of that political side over the last couple of years over the COVID era was that it seemed like it was a, a space for free thought and free speech first and foremost. And, and you could say whatever you wanted to say or whatever you really felt, and you wouldn't at least be cast out from them. You know, they might mm -hmm. disagree, but you wouldn't be ostracized. Whereas with the left, it was like, if you said, hey, Anthony Fauci, maybe we shouldn't trust him, you were gone. That was the end yeah. of you in terms of uh, an alliance with anyone on the left for a while. Yeah. And so I'm finding that same virus, if you will. <laughs> this brings up another point that me and Ruckus were arguing about the other day. <laughs> um, that's infected now the right as well. And and Trump derangement syndrome is now Trump's savior syndrome. And it's the it's opposite sides of the same coin. And I bring up the word virus and it brings up the the point about virus theory versus terrain theory. I mean, you have people going to war against each other over virus versus terrain theory. And it just, for the life of me, I can't figure out why. I, I know I've heard the arguments from terrain theory people that say it's very important because this, this one piece would blow up the whole thing and they will never be able to utilize this sort of virus myth to control and subjugate people again. I get that, but you can't even make normies own up to the fact that the mrna jab was off base so get, good luck getting them to let go of virus theory and the main thing is is we're all on the same side in terms of we don't want to be tyrannized or subjugated and controlled by the medical establishment so let's focus on that and then debate virus and terrain later because we pick our battles here and it seems to me that the divide and conquer tactics that they used against the left and the right are now being used internally. It's happening with Israel and Palestine as well within the right. So 
I don't know, man. What do you think to that ruckus? Divide and conquer. Divide some more. Keep conquering. Divide even further and just conquer the heck out of them. That's how this works, right? That's the whole point. Um, that's the, that story that you, I, I'm glad you brought it up because that's exactly where my brain was going with this listening to the this whole thing. Because the 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 it's still the same. It's the same idea. There's something about there. There's a hill that Anomaly is willing to die on. I'm not a big follower of Anomaly, so I don't know what it is. But in his mind, he's sold. Unless he's sold, like, I mean, there's always those people out there who are just bought and paid for. I'm going to assume not him. Let's just assume that he's just he's he's bought and he's totally into whatever idea it is that he believes Trump is the only answer to save where we're at right now. For whatever reason, no, he doesn't. He's, he hates Trump. Oh, he, oh, he hates Trump. OK, oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> OK, so who was the one who was like, I thought he was. <laughs> Am I, okay that's so why confused. he's waging war on the right because he's the only one questioning trump and calling trump to task and so when tim who, okay. pool went nuts and it said, was tim pool you know, thank you right i'm sorry okay that's who i'm that's who i the one who's who has a problem with people bringing up the warp speed about trump right that yeah. that person i apologize i was wrong okay no worries, tim no pool of all people all right all right fine tim pool you do you then but see there's something about trump that tim pool's convinced himself that trump will save everybody and everything so he's not gonna he won't it doesn't matter to him about that other thing because the other thing is more important just like what you're saying here with this the virus theory versus the no virus theory it's more to you it's more important that together we we believe that medical tyranny shouldn't exist one way or the other whereas all of this is a moot point because the the general population who unfortunately are bought into whatever the government tells them whatever their tv tells them their music the media you know, which is really easy to do because of their quality of life and the food and the toxins and everything, right? Um, that they're just going to, they're not going to, we're going to lose every single argument, Joseph. It's not just this one argument, but the, this is a bigger one. This is what I was trying to talk to you about because this deals with public safety. Because this one in particular convinces them that through no fault of them or you or I, that just that these viruses exist, make us a danger to them. And I'm sorry, bro, but if, if I believe, okay, my next door neighbor is a hazard to me because every day he goes out at three o'clock in the afternoon and just sprays a machine gun into my house. Do you think it's okay for the government to step in and say that that person should not have the right to spray his machine gun around? Because by logical sense, he could cause physical harm to me, his neighbor, right? So that's hmm. why the argument with the virus is slightly different I know, I and get more it. powerful. That's I, why, I get it. but no, I get that's it, why but that dude, one's unique. It's I'm I just saying. I, no, okay. I get it. I understand the theory. I totally understand. I'm I'm really good friends with Patrick Henningsen. I go on hikes with him. He explains this, this stuff to me really well, and it totally makes sense. And he's passionate about terrain theory, so I totally understand it. My point is, is we're both on the side of no matter what is creating sickness, you can't tell me to get some kind of experimental injection period end of story and you also can't tell me to wear a mask because those don't work and neither does the experimental injection so that's the that's the side that we're both on and i understand the terrain theory side that well dude if you just dispel the whole virus myth then you then that's it job done but i just 
don't have faith that humanity can go there. And at the same time, I'm not so sure anybody is really 100% sure. That, that's also, I will own up to that. Uh, and the terrain theory people will now hate me, but I just don't know. I, I sort of lean in the direction of terrain theory, by the way, but I'm not 100% sure. I, you know, it does seem to pass from people to people. Like when my daughter gets sick, then so do I type of thing. Oh, we're in the same environment. So, okay, I get it. <laughs> but my point is, is having an emotional reaction against somebody who has a different opinion than you is the whole problem this whole thing sprung from to begin with and now people on the right with virus and terrain are doing that they're going to war against each other they're like you know you, you know you're not talking to each other or publicly bashing each other over this and they're falling into the same real bear trap that um, the left and the right fell into during COVID era. What do you think, Odd Man Out? Where are you on this? Are you with Ruckus well, or me? Well, you know, I, I'll be honest. I haven't kept up with a lot of this. And um, and I agree with you on that. We are all in the same battle with this. Um, I kind of just like at one point I gave up. I said, you know, other people can handle this subject. I'm going to look into other things. Um you know, but uh, I definitely agree that it's it's one of those subjects that has got everyone split up, and I think that that we we should understand we can disagree on certain things, but we don't have to split up and separate and divide because we do have the same goals in common, and I think that's across the board on other subjects as well. And it's really a bad thing that you're seeing all this division even in the same factions because that means that the whole populace is getting weaker the more we divide so you know i i really hate to see that i don't really know what to do about it because you know people are so passionate when we start to wake up and realize all these things are going on that we didn't know before you know we we get really passionate about things and you and that's good if we can direct it in a healthy way and not turn everyone that doesn't agree 100% with us against us, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I really don't understand an emotional response. Even if you think it's important, even if you think, wow, it's really important that we understand that this is all terrain theory and not viral theory. Even if you think that, if somebody doesn't, why that upsets you on an emotional level means you've got some internal work to do it just shouldn't it should not ever hit your emotions you should just be like i really disagree with you what do you yep. want to have for lunch you know right. what i mean like, right because it's a theory you know it's, it's, it's a, a theory yeah, dude and... like what's with the emotion yeah ruckus do you think people should be emotional i know you think it is important but do you think this emotion is toxic well, yeah, I mean, emotions are never good, but maybe it's a sign, Joseph, that they care. I mean, if they didn't care about you, why would they care to tell you the truth, right? So I think all in all, it's actually a, a good sign, a part of the human condition. If I see you, your hair is literally on fire, but you've convinced yourself that it is not. Am I going to give up trying to tell you that your but hair is on fire? No, that's exactly what the left thought, though, about the mRNA jab and the mask. Asks. They would say exactly that. They would say, my emotion is okay, and my outrage and me going online on your social media and calling you a grandma killer is for your own good. I'm emotional because I care about humanity. And look at what that brought.
So that's no excuse. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to say. That's what I'm saying. The writers falling into that same, that same trope or whatever you want to call it. Crap, I guess. But yeah, I'm not. I would never say I hate you because you refuse to believe that your hair is on fire. So yes, again, the other. See, there's so many unique things about the whole virus thing. That's why maybe I don't know. We should focus on it. Just saying. Anyways, um, but yeah, Joseph. I, I love you, man. I I'm, don't mean to keep pushing back on you like this. Just having a good time, I guess. It makes for fun listening, I hope, man. I think it's good <laughs> when we don't agree. It would be boring as heck if we were sitting here agreeing on everything. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's interesting. And, and you know, in terms of Tim Pool defending Trump and hating anyone that brings up, you know, his responsibility in, in the mRNA rollout... Um, again, it matters because this stuff will occur again. You know, the disease X will happen and say Trump is president again. And then he hires the same kind of people again. If he isn't called out, if people don't call him to task, they're literally putting us in that same danger. You know, these influencers, Tim Cast, Anomaly, you know, TNT Radio, a lot of people have a lot of impact. And so our voices really matter. And we should be calling the powerful out to task on these things. And, you know, it's not about going against them. It's about making them speak clearly and addressing actual problems that are affecting the whole world and not letting them, you know, skate by on it, on personality. I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's, you know, in presidential and, you know, elections are always a, a lot about personality, you know, and, and when we get, we get into election season, it's like the closer we get, the crazier and the more unreasonable people get. And I can't imagine what it's going to be like here in a few months, but, you know, it, it's, I think it's really important during those times to, to speak clearly and, and try not to let your emotions get out of control, but state the facts and just, always you know keep to the story keep to the facts because a lot of people are never going to hear like the things things that we say a lot of people will still never hear that in the mainstream and i think it's important to spread the word like you said we have a voice and uh, you know we might may not be able to compete with tim pool or somebody like that who's you know sometimes it's odd how these people get such a push but um, we can certainly help other people understand that they need to be thinking for themselves and they need to be asking questions and looking into things deeper and uh, not trusting even the, their conservative sources. They need to look, you know, for themselves and, and, and try to understand the situations and the subjects. In a world full of saps, we got to learn to think for ourselves. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back after these words on TNT. De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. The cyclone that's in the north of Australia is kind of unusual for an El Nino season. That's because we have not really had an El Nino season this year in Australia. The Southern Oscillation Index, the longest running measure of the ENSO, or El Nino, La Nina, has not cooperated at all. And we knew this was a problem way back in the Northern Hemisphere fall and our spring because we weren't seeing a lot of typhoons. Usually when you have a big El Nino, you have a lot of typhoons going off 
and we had the third lowest typhoon production on record. So something funky was going on. However, that Southern Oscillation Index is going to crash for the month of February, which means that our fall should be average in Australia. Now, I'm bringing all this up because that crash in February is linked to severe cold in the United States and Europe for February into March. And we're seeing another ferocious storm attacking Norway now. A lot of heavy rain is coming into Europe over the next week. Now, the two times that happened, it turned frigid in Europe. Same thing is going to happen. Mid-February to mid-March will be frigid in Europe. You see all these storms crashing into the United States? Well, guess what? It's going to turn frigid in the United States. In fact, for much of the United States, the worst of the winter is on the way. And just think, it all hinges on looking at the weather around Australia. Isn't that nice? Hands across the water. Australia, the States, and Europe. Kumbaya. This is TNT climate and weather watchdog meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you've got. The challenges our planet's animals are facing sometimes feel a bit heavy. The animals haven't eaten in a day, two days. They haven't drank anything. They're cold, they're dehydrated. But remember, there's good happening right now. At home. All right, we were able to get into your unit and we have all four of your cats to, uh... <laughs> okay. And around the world for any animal, any disaster. Search ifa.org forward slash disaster ready. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT, with Joseph Arthur and his Technicolor Dreamcast. Well, I saw a video today of an interview with RFK Jr. being asked by a podcaster. I don't remember the guy's name. It was no one I ever saw before, but he asked him the question, hey, what do you think? Do you think it's odd that Israel has so much uh, influence over our political leaders. And there was a pregnant pause, unlike any other pregnant pause I think I've seen in an interview in quite a long time. And he just sat there and looked like went, well, I'm not in office, so I can't really, you know, I don't really know. Uh, I mean, it was like that awkward. And it's wild with rfk jr because i was probably most excited about him running for president of anyone if i'm honest i mean just his whole heroic uh position in the vaccine era was incredible and and just i don't know i just i've met him before i liked him um and everything he said seemed re really intelligent and then this israel palestine thing came up and he gave one of the least nuanced views and and most sort of warmonger views frankly of of anyone i'd seen in politics and then now he just can't respond to this question of israel palestine with any sort of nuance whatsoever kind of similar to the elon musk ben shapiro interview whereas if you're if you're picking a side then you can't even bring up valid points from the other side it's the you know anti-semite is the new you're a grandma killer in the mrna days you know it's just this hurl and insult and then um duck and move but anyway i'm wondering what odd man out's take is on rfk jr my take is that his uh campaign has been decimated by this and it's just all but smoke now unless trump picks him for a running mate what do you think 
I agree. I saw that clip, and uh, yeah, he was turning all shades of red too during that long pause. If you notice, it was uh, nuts. I think he was upset. He didn't want to answer that. Didn't want to talk about that subject. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised because I know that uh, one of the main JFK biographers actually thinks that Israel is the ones who took out JFK because he wanted them to get rid of their rid of their nukes. But uh, yeah, it's not good at all. I mean, for him not to even be able to say, well, yeah, the Israeli lobby does have a kind of an unfair influence on politics. That would not be outlandish. He's not a politician, no, but he's closer to politics than the three of us. And, and we know this, so how come he doesn't know that pretty much anyone who's anyone in, in politics, if they don't speak at APAC, then they're not going to advance, you know? Um, We've had people uh, who've been in the government say, yeah, if you're a new congressman, you're a new senator, you have to actually sign a pledge saying that you won't support the BDS movement. So obviously that, that there's a huge influence on our so-called representatives to support Israel no matter what. And uh, I think that uh, it's really pathetic that he couldn't at least be honest about what he believes. Yeah, I don't I don't see how he's going to think he's going to win or be taken seriously with responses like that. It's the world is too far too awake these days and there's just too much information going on to get away with that. And I'm surprised he's not smarter smart enough to know that really. What do you think, Ruckus? Oh yeah, no, he's not smart. Yeah, no, that guy's smart. He knows exactly what what's what. Um I I I saw a meme today. I was trying to find it real quick so I could remember it, but you'll get the gist there. There was this, um, who, who's the, uh, one of the squad, the members of the squad who has like a, a dual citizenship with, um, Somalia, I believe. Am I right? I think I'm right. Um, Elon or yeah. Elon. Il Omar? Yeah. Is, thank is you. Elon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she, she's been getting roasted right now because she, the, she did a speech where she was telling uh, everyone that she's there uh, to represent all of uh, Somalians and that Somalians, uh, that America will do whatever she tells them to do, whatever Somalians tell them to do, something like that. So she got in trouble for that. And people were like crying foul because if I'm not mistaken, she has dual citizenship. And the meme was that, that people are upset about this one instance of dual citizenship. And then in the second pain, it was them like completely blinded, ignoring it. And I mean, it had like at least a dozen, I, I don't have it in front of me, but you could probably Google this, people who have dual uh, United States and Israel citizenships, and no one talks about it, you know, whatsoever. So yes, there is, there's clearly a some influence happening at the top levels in our government between the United States and Israel that people are just uh, unwilling to discuss or dig into. Um, recently, I guess uh, it was one of the stories actually I reported right here um, this week was there was uh, some, um, I think it was actually democrats who are ups democrats plus bernie sanders if i remember correctly he's basically a democrat who are upset with the quote-unquote special uh manner uh, i think is how they described it the, the the way that biden is the biden administration is currently funneling money and weapons to israel without congressional approval they're, they're starting to finally question that and i'm like yeah let's let's question that we need to question everything related to any war activities or moving around military weaponry you know that that should go through congress you know what i mean but he's going through extraordinary measures that was the term that they used to keep funding israel and they want to put a halt on it and ask some questions 
Um, and I think that's a smart idea. But you can see that to bypass that means that obviously there's another they're like friends. They're like odd man. You talk about secret societies all the time. That's what it's all about, like handshakes and brothers and agreements. And I'll scratch your back and you scratch mine. That's the way the world works. And I think that that there's this secret agreement that exists somewhere in our government between Israel and the United States. And, you know, I think it needs to be discussed. Well, I mean, the, the wild thing is the energy of fear around RFK Jr. that we could see in that video. You know, it's like because people will say, oh, he's controlled or he's, you know, bought and paid for or whatnot. But you you can tell that he's not free to speak. That's a that's a sense you can get. And and that pregnant pause was so extreme. And then the answer was so goofy that it's like you're not allowed to say what you think. You're not you because when you're allowed to just say what you think you just talk and you just let the words come out and they flow and you sort of follow along with your train of thought and you're not afraid to express yourself but he is clearly in that issue just overtly cautious and if somebody you know one of the compelling parts about trump whether you love him or hate him is he never had that air about him really and if he's faking it in certain areas then he's a great actor because he just seems to speak from the cuff and and say exactly what he thinks and what that does is make you trust him you know whereas rfk jr is doing the exact opposite of that around this issue and then when he does express his opinion it's sort of he overstates it in a completely unnuanced way but i meant out who do you like for presidential candidate i believe i've asked you this before and you've ducked this question completely i don't know if you uh will duck it now but which one do you got um i would probably write in rick flair or something like that i i don't See? i don't like any Ducking. of them uh <laughs> i just I, I don't you know i just don't like any of them um yeah, I can't really think of any that I trust. I mean, um, DeSantis had uh, his own problems. Of course, he's not even in the race anymore. I, I certainly don't, you know, approve of Joe Biden or, or the Democrats. They, they, terrible people there. The terrible administration. But um, I can't support Trump. He's just, you know, he's done too many things that uh, I don't believe in. You know. But what's the lesser of the two evils? I guess. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, certainly I think that, uh, you know, the economy and whatnot is, was better under Trump and, and several, quite a few things were better under Trump. But, um, you know, I mean, if I had to go with one and I was forced, I would pick Trump over Biden for sure. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's not a, <laughs> it's not something that I would really want to do. I probably won't even vote. Yeah, it, it almost seems pointless. I wonder if there will even be an election ruckus. What do you think? Take us out of take us out of here. And who do you like? I am writing in Elmo for president this year. Actually, you guys, um, just ducking. I, I'm serious. <laughs> El, Elmo caught me by surprise this week. Uh, he's he's a much greater, more popular, and important figure in pop culture than we realize. So yes, I will be voting for Elmo this year. Um, true story. Uh, but yeah, it just brings up, you know, you got, you keep bringing up trust and, and Joseph, you know, where I fit in with all that. I think odd man might actually agree. And I hope you would agree as well, Joseph. The only thing we should trust is trust in God, uh, because everything else is going to let you down. Uh, and Ronald Reagan, very popular conservative, um, politician back in the day, I think he was president. Uh, he once said, trust 
but verify. So there you have it. All right, we'll get your verification right here on TNT, and we'll be right back after these words. Mm-hmm. 